Boozy Spirits with Matt Ray and Justin Grimble. This is all you could ever ask for. Welcome back to the podcast. What's going on, Matt? Not much. I haven't seen you in a while. It feels like I've been gone for a a long time. (laughs) Glad to be back. I know, finally. So we got Ashley with us, Ashley Colston from Mad Vines. Yeah, hello again. Thanks for having me back. Oh, oh no, here she's our second time on here. That's right. First, yeah. the first, first person to come twice. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. It's true. With Wonderbird Gin, we <laughs> talked yeah. drank, yes. drank gin and talked gin for. That was an, an hour. awesome show. I watched that. <laughs> a lot and of people was, like that one. Yeah, that was oh, a good. good. One. <clears throat> so, what you got for us today? Well, Some today I have fancy. quite the treat as well. So, of course, another small brand. That's all that Mad Vines distributes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Starlight, I've got a really incredible lineup for you today. Starlight Distillery is in Starlight, Indiana, and most folks, when you're talking Indiana and whiskey. And you see distilled in Indiana on the back of a bottle, everyone just immediately thinks MGP. And yeah. often that's the case. That's mm-hmm. tons of folks are sourcing from there. And nothing wrong with that. They make some good stuff as long as you're sourcing and you're honest about it. Yeah. A lot of small distilleries will start out sourcing while their own comes of age because they got to have some cash flow mm-hmm. while they're setting on whiskey. The goal, you know, is four years. Um, but Starlight makes their own. They do everything, actually, right there on their property. They cool. grow their own grain. They ferment. They distill. They age. They bottle, which is pretty incredible to, yeah, to lot, do all that. Do. That's not commonly found. You'll mm-hmm. see some distilleries, but in the small craft world, that's that's not common. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they have been getting some great attention. As you can see, this little tag here, Ascot Awards, which uh, that's Fred, Fred Minnick's awards, if you're familiar with him. Uh, big whiskey reviewer. We always say he kind of gives brands like an, an Oprah effect. Um, so he, if he gives you a good shout out, everyone's yeah. like, oh, I got to try that. Awesome. So I'm really happy for them to have got that 2022 Craft Distiller of the Year. So <clears throat> let me tell you a little bit about the history of Starlight. Or do we want to pour one yeah, and, then, saying, and then talk a little more? We can, yeah. we can sip while Start yeah. with this. So I'll talk about that first one there. That's their flagship bottle, um, the Carl T. Huber's Signature Bourbon, uh, named after, I think it's the great-great-great-grandfather is uh, Carl, was Carl T. Huber. Mm-hmm. So the Huber family is yeah. who owns this distillery, and, and they're in this the seventh-generation uh, distilling. And um, let's see. I think it's right at four years this one's aged the proof i can't remember let me i'll see the bottle when you put it down 92 92 yeah so i want you before good. i say anything else y'all taste it and see what you think <laughs> got a really good smell to it does that so these are all available in alabama now correct through mad vines well <laughs> yes through certainly through mad vines to stock um i'll always give that shout out if you like them just email me, <laughs> Ashley at madvines.com. There you go. Ashley with a Y. A child of the <laughs> 80s, you know, yep. had the, the Ashley with a Y, the no, Ashley with the a... Double E. Mm-hmm, the E-I-G-H. <clears throat> Ashlyn. Yep, that's true. So I was Ashley C in school. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the uh, description. I'll put Ashley C. In there. Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, I'll, I'll get it straight on the description. So yeah, you got it. okay. Um, so let's see, what was I saying? Uh... It's really good. I got distracted by the whiskey. <laughs> it's really good, it right? It is good. It really it's, is. It's so flavorful. Mm. And the nose is incredible. So they were originally founded back in 1843. They um, started out as a farm, mm-hmm. and just a fruit farm. Um, 
It still are today. Actually, they make in some pretty incredible fruit wines, which we're hoping to bring into Alabama in the oh, spring. Cool. Oh, very cool. And, you know, a lot of the, most of the fruit wine, really, that you find has a whole bunch of sugar added, and a lot of times fake flavors, mm-hmm. and it's just this sickeningly sweet, like, overwhelming yeah. kind of wine. It's not, you can't get past just the sugar, typically. And mm-hmm. so... It's not too common to have um, fruit wines around here that have like a nice acid balance and they're they're sweetened like only you know delicately so so that you can get the quality of the fruit and mm-hmm. so I'm re- really excited to have those in Alabama in the spring um, but that's how they started out and then they you know prohibition came around so after prohibition when they started back up with the wine producing um, they did that for a while and for a long while um, and not until 2001 did they do their first spirit and that was brandy so they were taking that fruit and leftover fruit and in making brandy and so eventually and and the distillers the family um they were mentored by dave pickerel you guys Mm -hmm. familiar with him legendary distiller maker's mark the blackened whiskey Mm -hmm. right yep yep he that i think that was the last one before he passed away before he passed away Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, which is actually really good whiskey we tried it yeah Yeah. 30 minutes ago we did. Oh yeah, you just tried it. <laughs> yeah, that I've, was... I've had it before, but he's never had it, so we popped yeah. it open. Well, you know, it's it kind of has like that whole. It set, looks gimmicky, like yeah, with yeah. the whole age to Metallica mm-hmm. music and whatnot. But I mean, Metallica didn't didn't make it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe they're incredible distillers. I don't know, but they, they didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> but, technically, um, technically, they made it good with their music. That's how they just. Well, you know, there there's some science to there that, yeah. like to the the effects of the sound waves. Mm-hmm. Like like the vibrations driving the whiskey yeah, into the barrel, in and out of the barrel wood. Uh huh. In in the world of wine, so it's been used too. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Metallica fan, so as soon as yeah. I came out of that, I jumped on it. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. I tried it, and I was like, oh dang, I did. They have a allocated one that just came out that they did with Rabbit Hole Distiller. They aged it. I don't know the name, but it was some kind of apple brandy cast. They aged it in. Okay. It was phenomenal. Mm. We bought it during the Auburn game. I was going to bring Matt some to try. We drank the whole bottle before. Yeah. Bring it I, never, I never get that. Oh. <laughs> it was a good occasion. <laughs> it says on there, like, only only drink this particular one, like, for good times or something. I was like, what's well, the Alabama-Auburn game? It was getting tense, so we just kept pouring. We yeah, well, you one. know, I guess you couldn't blame him there, right? Yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. He, got he gets it honest, I, I promise you. <laughs> Um, let's see. So, okay, what I was saying is the availability of the whiskey. That's Mm -hmm. what we were talking about. So, the right now, um, quite a few ABC stores in the state carry the the one we're drinking, Mm -hmm. their flagship, and the blackberry flavored one, which we'll get to here. You know, a little bit flavored with their own blackberries and a little bit of sugar. Really well done. Um, The others, the 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 special treats here. um, Those are some uh, limited. This one's very limited releases uh some single barrels this is a mad vines pick um they are not currently to my knowledge in any package stores not abc stores either and abc has a lot of changes going down where you're gonna see Mm -hmm. less and less and less and less small craft items on abc shelves and i can tell you more about kind of what's happening there in a minute um there are a few places who uh have brought these in uh but the bars or restaurants but I'm not aware of any current package stores where you can buy these. That being said, uh, if anybody listening, watching is interested, this is definitely something that 
someone could talk to their local package store mm-hmm. and and say, hey, I'm really interested in these. Yeah. You know, will you bring them in? Okay, cool. That's um, what I, was, I was talking to Bree Fifth and Handle about that. If he wanted to figure, yeah. split something with me or whatever. I'm actually but. I'm headed over after I see y'all okay, cool. to try to catch him and, and taste him on these. We were talking about them before. Okay, so awesome. Yeah, I think he's picking up uh, a few things, a few mm-hmm. local. He, we were talking about Nashville Barrel Company, another one. one of our brands. Yeah, um, you need to go see Rashawn too at Home Package Store. Okay, like, like 100 yards up the road from here. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll have to do that. He just redid that whole entire store, and he's got <clears throat> everything you can think of. So, okay, and he did that that old Forester single barrel pick over there. He's got his own oh, barrel nice. pick. Okay, so he would probably definitely. I'll, I'll give I you love his contact. old Forester too. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. I'll give you his contact info. <laughs> He would definitely be on board. Yeah. He, he likes getting all kind of stuff for cool. his new store. He, he does a great job, too. He He's does. got lots of advertising and social media. He is yeah. out there. Yeah. So it's He's doing a Jack Daniels pick in February. He got me and Matt to go do it for him. Okay. He's like, you want to go for me? I can't go. We're like, okay. Nice. Go. Yeah, twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some barrel picks, too. Um, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll um, give you his contact before you leave. So Okay, cool. Good yeah, one. I'll hit him up for sure. So, um, let's see. I didn't talk about the mash bill. I think this, they do a blend of two. Yeah, they have a three-grain and a four-grain mash. Um, so, I'll talk a little bit. I'll, I'll throw in a little bit of, like, explanations yeah, about some of this sure. whiskey lingo. I always like to keep that in mind for people who are like, what? Wait, yeah. can we cuss on here? Yeah. We can cuss, right? You yeah. said that. For people who are <laughs> like, Definitely. what the hell are they talking about? Like, what's <laughs> yeah. a mash bill? What's a bottled and bond and mm-hmm. all that, you know, because nobody's born knowing this stuff. Yeah. Um, so mash bill just meaning the the recipe of the grains that's used. And three grain, four grain, eh, whatever, like most folks, that's how many grains they're putting mm-hmm. in there at least. Um, also, you'll see small batch a lot of the time. These have it too. Well, this says signature, but actually, no, cigar batch, maybe they don't. Anyway, y'all you'll know what I mean. A lot mm-hmm. of the whiskeys, yeah. you'll see small batch. That's not a regulated term, so it they doesn't really mean there. too much. Yeah, <laughs> one distillery could be mixing 100 barrels and saying it's small batch, and yeah. another one could literally just be mixing two and saying mm-hmm. it's small batch. Um, so doesn't mean, really yeah. kind of like slapping natural on something yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the food world. But um, anyway, this one says their signature recipe, and, and it is. so. Uh, but it is a mix of... Three grain and four grain, and the three grain is 60% corn, 20% rye. Yeah, so they're both high rye. That's what I was thinking. Um, 20% rye for both of those recipes in this blend. And one of them, actually both of them have 20% malted barley, which is a decent amount of malted barley for a bourbon. And one of the recipes has 9% wheat. So a little bit of wheat in there. Of course, wheat, like, helps to add a little brightness to Mm -hmm. bourbons, I feel like. You know, Maker's Mark is weeded tons of wheat. That's what makes it bright and soft Mm -hmm. and kind of light and easy. Um, So this has just a little bit, but, uh, and let's see, aged for, yeah, minimum of four years. And um, bourbon, of course, has to be aged in new char oak. That's part of the regulation, Mm -hmm. and so so it is. And when you see um, things like the double oaked, um, double barreled, uh, let's see, what else? They, they all mean the same thing, finished um, with rye and bourbon. Rye to American rye has to be aged in a new char oak barrel as well. And so double oaked, double barreled, finished, whatever, just mm-hmm. means it's been put into a secondary barrel. So it starts out in the new barrel, then they can move it to something different to finish it off. Yeah, yeah, um, which makes it oftentimes gives it a nice well, it depends on the barrel of course mm-hmm. but like a lot of times gives it a little bit more sweetness kind of like softens it up 
Um, so that being said, I guess we'll move on to the next one. That's a good one. I give it probably. I don't want to shoot my shot too early, but I give it two thumbs up, thumb up and a half. I don't really want to pour mine out. I'm just gonna say, but just, just drink. But off. we got a lot more whiskey, and <laughs> I got to drive back to Birmingham, so I'm I'm gonna be responsible. A, got your dump cup there. Definitely a thumbs up for sure. I haven't been out to Starlight yet. Uh, I've heard it's very beautiful. It's apparently a huge uh, like tour destination. Oh, really? Awesome. Like, like they do a massive amount of people come through there. Add that to the list. <clears throat> uh-huh. And it's like 30, 30, 20 minutes, something like that from uh, Louisville. Okay, So cool. it's, it's not Pretty far. Close. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one's so different. Yeah. So what you have here is a limited, very limited release they do. I think they do it once a quarter called their Cigar Batch. Um, and it's finished. What are you his laughing re- about? His reaction to it. <laughs> The smell is amazing. It's just it's so different. It is. It is, it is I mean, right? It, yes. It's so awesome. I love it. Like they're and they they've actually um Christian Huber, um one of the one of the sons who's mm-hmm. you know, it's a family kind of project endeavor. Um so they definitely all contribute. But Christian, I was listening to him on um another uh interview. And he was talking about his uh, studies in viticulture and enianology. There we go. I get hung up on that. Um, and so he spent a lot of time in the wine world, and mm-hmm. which is very, they really, they go at it in different ways yeah. than whiskey. Mm-hmm. Really kind of fine-tuning, I guess, just to yeah. sum it up. And um, that's what you can... It really comes through when they're whiskeys to me. Like the aromas are very unique. The, there are complexities to it that I don't get in a, a lot of whiskey. Um, so this is finished, and so it's released. I think they do like some kind of cigar whiskey event once mm-hmm. a quarter or something, and they release it there. And this is finished in Ambarana oak barrels, which comes from a specific Brazilian tree that's protected, and you can't cut it down. It, you can only utilize it when it falls naturally, and so it's rare to see spirits aged in that type of oak. Um, cachaça sometimes, which is a, a type of rum specifically from Brazil, mm-hmm. um, is you'll see that sometimes aged in it. But this was the first whiskey I've had aged in Umbrana. And it's very, very unique. Mm-hmm. Totally different flavor. What kind of notes do y'all get from it? I want to hear what you got to say. It's like a <clears throat> vanilla like I can a, see that. Has a when the first on the nose is a little perfume smell almost. And it's hard to describe. It's so unique. What about smell you? like a cigar and then sp- spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah. it's very spicy. Yeah, it is. It does have like some um, leathery yes. spice yeah. to it. Yeah. I get um, and I couldn't put this into words until someone else I was tasting with told me and I coconut. That's it. Like once she yep. said it, I was like, "There is a lot of coconut." There is, yeah, yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, that's unique. And um, like kind of almost like dark chocolate. Yeah, a little, uh, little, that. little banana. Sea, so yeah, banana, like sea, maybe sea on. salt, caramel, kinda. Yeah. <sighs> really it's good, it's right? Completely unique. <laughs> and the proof on this one, let's see, it's one hundred and three. What's the proof? When I first tried it, when he gave it to me a while back, I didn't really like it. Then it kind of grows on you. It's just, it's, yeah. just, it's just so different. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we did this one. Um, I can't remember. I think you had tasted a bunch of other stuff that day too, right? Probably. I think so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I think you actually sent that one 
home with me. Oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, because I tasted this one the lineup another day, and it it, it dominates. It does. It yeah. it, it definitely dominates. Um, that could have been why I didn't like it at first, because we were hanging out at my house, you know, buddy, and I'm like, let's try this new one. And we had already drank other stuff, so it was probably, like, so different from what we were drinking. Mm-hmm. That's probably why we put off at mm-hmm. first. But. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, um, it, it, it's... It's it's like I'm I'm here. Yeah, it's good. I'm 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 loud. I'm clear. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like here I am. But it's some. I think it's. I one am myself. Love me. Yeah. Accept me. That's that's one. what this one says it to really me. Really is. This it's a unique one, is, one. Like hey, let's this drink, one let's is drink a pride this. parade. Oh yeah, which I support. <laughs> Listen, that's it. Let's, like, let's drink this tonight. Let's not drink this and this and come back to this one and go something else. Like you kind of have to stay with that one because, like you said, it dominates. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had it in a cocktail too at uh, Valley Hotel in Homewood. Okay. Uh, if you guys haven't been there, it's so beautiful. Uh, we did a Whiskey Women of Alabama event um, last month. Yeah, and we did Starlight and we tasted the ladies on it. Um, there's a pretty massive group of whiskey women of Alabama, um, and, and they meet once a month on whiskey women Wednesday, usually at different places around town. And, um, so we showed these off and they had, uh, we worked with Valley hotel to have like a feature cocktail menu Mm -hmm. and they had this one in a cocktail that had apple cider and like a sliced apple garnish and some spices or something. I can't oh, remember what really it was. It was perfect. Yeah. Like the flavors of this went yeah. like perfectly oh, yeah, with that. It wasn't too heavy either. Um, it's like a comfort drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like the way they did it that I would like to make that recipe at home actually. But the <laughs> flavors, like it was light um, and not as not as heavy or rich as like yeah, just that hot apple or cider yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was really well done, but the flavors worked perfectly together. <clears throat> you need to tell Nikki about the bourbon women group. You need to get you I, in the door. I think she would be all in. I mean, she's got to where she, that's almost her drink of choice now. Well, yeah, so they're on Facebook. Which I love to see women drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Perfect. absolutely. Um, well, to any ladies out there, if you want to get together with other whiskey drinking ladies, or if you're just kind of dabbing your toes in it, this is a great group. They, um, super sweet ladies, you know, you don't have to be some whiskey expert to go hang out and drink some whiskey. Um you know, you develop your palate for it just like anything mm-hmm. else. I always joke the first time I had a beer. Y'all remember the first time you had a beer? Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, right? I was like, what in the <laughs> hell is wrong yeah. with people? Why do they like drink this? this? <laughs> Eventually, it kind of grew on me. Mm-hmm. I'm still not a big beer person. I'm but, the same you know. way. There's, Matt's trying to get me like more and more beer, but yeah, slowly. Some of them are growing on me, but I still can't like, like Chucky's drinking a Coors Light. Like, that's not me. Oh, Chucky. It's got to be some kind of weird flavor for me. We, we got to teach Chucky, I'm Chucky some things. And I'm your friend to the end. Hi-dee-ho. <laughs> over there. Yeah, I trust him even less because he's drinking a Coors Light. <laughs> I just got to say, I don't know if I want anything to do with that. That is true. That's a little more scarier than just Chucky over <laughs> there. <That's> true. <laughs> scarier is over the mouth Matt's can. <laughs> But um, yeah, that Whiskey Women of Alabama group you can you can find it on Facebook. Just look that up, Whiskey Women of Alabama, and they post events in there. They post informative articles and cool. get-togethers and stuff. There's also an Alabama Bourbon Club. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of bourbon clubs, of course, in Alabama. The Alabama Bourbon Club is a pretty pretty big one that meets um, in Birmingham at Collins Bar on the third okay. Thursday of every month. And so, but I gotta say, the Whiskey Women we're a lot more fun. I'll bet. 
the, the, ladies, the ladies go to Alabama Bourbon Club too, but it is uh, more men, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but whiskey women is, is it's just women. If you identify as a woman, you're welcome. But 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 we ain't letting no 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 men in. <laughs> I was gonna we, say we, we need come, some time to ourselves. We could come do a podcast, but we can't go. We'll get maybe right. we we'll get Nikki to go for us. That's his wife. We'll get our wives to go. We'll teach them about bourbon. We'll do. We'll, we'll have to do some meetups. Yeah. Between the whiskey women and the like Alabama Bourbon Club or something. I think they've done something like that before. I think it'd be Pretty fun cool. to do oh, like a bourbon cool. trivia a trivia or something. Yeah. You know? the men See versus who the women. Knows more. Yeah. <laughs> That would be fun. That would be cool. <laughs> I like it. They got the, uh, what's that, the Bourbon Fest? What's it called in, coming in January? Bourbon Ham. Bourbon Ham, Bourbon yeah. Ham. Mm-hmm. We're going to be we're gonna be there, Boozy Spirits. Okay, cool. I'll be there. I'll be at the Mad Vines table. Okay, awesome. We'll have all of all of our whiskeys. Cool. So, that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I mean, that looks like an amazing event. Oh, you've never been? I've never, never been. I never, okay. of, I never even heard of it before. Yeah, so yeah. They've, uh, I, I can't it's remember. Eighth year, I think. Is it eighth year? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It always benefits MS. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a couple times, but. I'm surprised um, I've never heard of it. The tickets sell out really quick. I've too, talked to a lot of people that are in the bourbon community, friends of mine, they hadn't heard of it. They all think I'm stupid. I'm like, no, it's a big event. I think yeah. you're stupid. Or it's like, oh, that's some like little podunk event. I'm like, no, it's a big thing. Yeah, no, it is. Then I start showing it to them. They're like, holy shit, really? Yeah. yeah. Where is this? That they're gonna guess they need to probably rent a bigger and bigger yeah. venue each year. Saying. I think they have 385 this year. Different, yeah. Really? Different bourbons. Yeah. Need a, need a designated driver, Matt. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> well, you know, you, the key to that is you got to taste and spit. Mm-hmm. I know nobody wants to spit, but that's yeah, the only can't. way to walk out of some big tasting yeah, yeah. experience yeah. without being stupid drunk, falling on the ground. Like, it's just not possible. You yeah. could take one sip of how, what'd yeah. you say, 385? Yeah, like, be, be you can't. It's not possible. So uh, if, to, if you want to actually enjoy yourself, like mm-hmm. taste and spit and then go back to a table you and like? get your favorite. Get a pour and sip on it. I learned that early on. Then, then get trashed. <laughs> what you like. Or get a yeah. designated driver. Like well, us. definitely. Definitely always have a designated <laughs> exactly. driver. <Yeah. clears throat> well, we ready for the next one? For sure. This one still smells amazing. So what's the next one we got? So this is uh, rye whiskey. So this is double oaked, of course. So it's been in a second barrel. And if I remember correctly... They put this in a second, yes, another new char barrel for an additional three to eight months. Um, And this is aged a minimum of four years, and it is 106 proof. And I'm a big rye fan myself. Mm -hmm. I just love, you know, I didn't start there, of course. I started on something light and easy, like Maker's Mm -hmm. Mark is where... Um, word of advice too, if you're trying to get into whiskey, you know, don't start with rye, don't start with a big cast drink <laughs> bourbon, don't start with wild turkey 101, yeah, yeah. Start, start with small. like Maker's Mark. <laughs> if you want to start with Irish whiskey, a lot of people start with Jameson. And, um, you know, once you're sipping on that after a while and you're like, oh, I kind of want something with more flavor, then you, st- then you step it up. I remember one time, um, I uh, used to manage Linnell's Beverage Boutique in, in Birmingham. I was with her since she pretty much opened until I started with Mad Vines in July. And um, we did, we very big on education mm. on knowing all of our products and being able to explain them to people and have someone come in and say, oh, I really like Old Forester, but I want to try something new. What mm. might I like? And so we were trained to be able to 
to give them some pointers instead of just be like, bourbon's over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one day uh, a man came in who was he's probably in his 40s or something, and he was with his friend who'd been drinking whiskey a long time, and he said, yeah, I recently decided to get into whiskey. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, you hadn't hadn't really drank much? He's like, no, I never really drank it. And he said, and I said, well, what'd you, what'd you start with? And he said, well, I was with my friend, and he's been a big whiskey drinker, and he said he loves Whistle Pig. And so <laughs> he said, so I picked up a bottle of Whistle Pig. And so this is Whistle Pig is rye whiskey, a, a big, bold, very flavorful, fantastic um, uh, whiskey. Dave Pickerel actually helped okay, cool. got that going. Um, but... It, it's wonderful, but if you're starting with whiskey, it's not yeah, yeah, where right. you start. And I was like, and he, and I said, well, what'd you think of it? He said, well, I didn't like it. <laughs> I said, well, I bet you didn't. I, you didn't. I said, man, that was like, you, you don't know how to swim, and you just, yeah, just dove in. jumped yes. off the <laughs> pier into the deep end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, let's like bring you over here to the like little weeded the weeded whiskeys, yeah. like or like Maker's Mark, and mm-hmm. there's many others too. I was like, that's a good place to start. Um, so I I got him back on track. That's awesome. <laughs> Hopefully, I saved his <laughs> love for whiskey. It's like if you start with the wrong one and you don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, put that it. back on the shelf yeah. and come back in a year or two, yeah. and you're good. Like if you don't, <laughs> if you have no idea, and you're just and like, true. well, I guess I hate whiskey. Yeah. God dang. That's same like a lot of people. Yeah. Well, the Mexican restaurant they hate tequila. Yeah, I had a bad experience. I had mm-hmm. Montezuma or something growing up, and it's horrible. Tequila's fucking gross. I was like, "There's they so blacked many. out and yeah. wrecked their car." Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many really good tequilas. Like, you had the bottom of the bottom shelf that mm-hmm. was like three dollars a bottle. Like, also, even if you have something incredible, if you get completely trashed on it, yeah, same. Yeah, I feel like there's something bad, that bad happens with. I mean, I, it is, but I can't explain it. I don't know the term. I don't know the the medical way mm-hmm. of explaining what yeah, happens. Yeah. But you know, like your body, it's like programmed it. to like, oh, stay yeah. away. I think a lot of people have that with cheap beer, cheap tequila. Uh huh. Or like I'm never drinking that again. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and I mean, of course, it's made differently too. There's like when you're distilling, there's something it's called mm-hmm. the you know the have you guys heard about like the heads, the mm-hmm. heart, and the yeah, tails? Yeah. So like che- the cheaper stuff yeah. has more of like the he- the head and the the tails mm-hmm. than the heart. Um, and I don't I don't know too 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 many fine details about yeah. distilling because that's a whole world of chemistry oh, yeah. that I didn't do too well in school. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, but oh, so I will add this. So Starlight uses the sweet mash process with their uh, whiskey production. That's all they do. And so you guys have probably heard like the sour mash. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sour mash process is is pretty much the standard in the world of making whiskey. And all that's referring to is when the they're fermenting. They take some of the the old the solids the mm-hmm. um, from the previous ferment the previous batch of the fermenting grains, and they take some of that. That the solids of that yeast um, mix and put it into the new one, and gotcha. so it kind of helps contain like this mm-hmm. consistency. Yeah. Um, the sweet mash is using uh, fresh yeast. That's okay, cool. To my to my understanding, from what I've I've read and researched about this, because um, sometimes I, you will hear like when I've talked to distillers, sometimes they'll go too deep into it, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you know I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Can we drink? <laughs> I mean, you want to look at them and just say, I'm "Hey." I'm interested, but like they'll start talking about phytochemicals and, and like go really deep yeah. into, especially the ones with the chemistry degrees. And I'm oh, like, yeah. you just gotta nod your head. That's like when me and Matt talked to Ryan Phillips. He just starts talking. We're like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about." No idea. 
And you, the distillers get immune. Like, they don't even smell the bourbon smell that we do when we walk in a distillery. Yeah. And, and they're, I mean, it's like they're used to it. Uh huh. So. Yeah. I like this one a lot too. It's really good. Isn't it is it? good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, uh, this is the, okay. Yeah, we're not to the other one yet. Next, we have a rye finished in PX, uh, Pedro Zimenez sherry barrels. So. Like so one. this one is old Rick House Huber's double oaked rye whiskey. That's two thumbs up for uh, me. That's my favorite sure. so far. It's good. Yeah. I was saying, talking about when you're talking about people with bad experiences, cool. Like at the restaurant, letting them try tequila. They're like, man, this is awesome. This is really good. And then I'll get a text the next day. What was that bottle? Like they're going to look for it in the <laughs> <Yeah>. ABC store. <laughs> nice. That's, that's always cool. Like, you know, I hate tequila. Try this. Uh-huh. Okay. Wh- where can I buy that? Well, that, that's Solid what cool. we want to hear yeah, as a as a sales rep for a yeah, distributor. For sure. That's exactly what mm-hmm. we want. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one we have here is actually a Mad Vines pick. Um, they picked this one before I started, so I can't say that I was a part <laughs> of this pick. So I'm a little jealous. I'm going to make it to Starlight one of these days. Um, Sounds like a cool place. Yeah, um, it's on my list to, to do in spring that'll be a perfect time to go actually mm-hmm. yeah yeah with their while their fruit yeah that'll work out nicely so this is a 104.8 proof aged four years so um mad vines picked this barrel and it's finished in the pedro Zimenez sherry barrels uh for three to eight months um and uh, yeah let's taste it's very dark in color yeah i'll pour Got you a great guys color. I like that Starlight's doing different things, not just the, mm-hmm. there's yeah. so many different bourbons and whiskeys, tequilas, everything. They're all just, a lot of them are just the same. I like that they're changing stuff up and I do too. trying to get different flavors, but they're not gimmicky flavors. Yeah. No, they're like. Legit. You can, yeah. With as much complexity as you get from this, like it, their, their work really shows to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. shows Yeah, it's not through. like a gimmick, like we just squirted some flavor in there and. Here you go. Yeah. Like, you well, you know, with, I mean, bourbon is regulation. You can't add that. Mm-hmm. Like, American rye, too. Like, it's part of the regulations. Yeah, you you can't to. You can't add sugar. You can't add flavors. Um, Got to be aged in the new char barrel, like I said. So, but now if you slap just whiskey on something, yeah. then Whatever you, you can. And then there's some, like, loopholes. And I, I, I've seen that'll say, like, bourbon something, whiskey, um, that, like, they're they're like using some mm-hmm. loophole yeah. to where they're adding a little bit of something else to it, um, and still involving bourbon in the name somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know what? I th- I don't think people should. With that being said, I don't think people should just get stuck on. It's got to say bourbon. Yeah. Like, and I say that in a way that, n- yes, pay attention to what you're getting, so you know you're getting something quality, and mm-hmm. it's not just got a bunch of fake flavors and yeah. sugar and whatnot in it. But at the same time, there's some incredible whiskeys out there that don't meet the regulations of bourbon. Mm-hmm. So, but it's made in just phenomenal with the phenomenal distillation yeah, techniques and it doesn't sure. have anything added. And um, because there's like proofing regulations, um, there's yeah, got to be at least 51% corn, of course, for bourbon, at least 51% rye. So there are things that fall outside of the regulations that make it so they can't say bourbon they can't say like an american mm-hmm. rye yeah. whiskey but they're just phenomenal Strabay distillery which is another one of the brands that we distribute in alabama they're out in uh, ukiah california they're one of those and they yeah. do some just phenomenal things um Never heard so of what's, what's that? Charbet. Okay. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Charbet Distillery. So <clears throat> they, uh, yeah, they they do some things that will blow your mind. We always call the distiller Marco. He's <laughs> ma- the mad scientist, the mad, cool. the genius, <laughs> mad scientist. Um, so yeah, like I feel like a lot of bourbon lovers will really get stuck on like it's gotta say bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Like just, I only drink bourbon. Snob, the snobs. <laughs> yep. It's really kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Is that you? Uh oh. No, it's him. Is yeah. it him? Oh, no, I'm yes. not. A, I'm a snob where like I don't like the bottom shelf stuff like Matt does. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring my good time. stuff up here. Well, which but I think know, it's good stuff, and he's like, really, I'm like. But you can't. <laughs> but, but I love it. But there's a lot of you know bottom shelf stuff that's fantastic. Some of them. Like, We're talking eighty, ninety dollar bottles. You said thirty last week. I do got some thirty dollar. Well, bottles. let me tell you, I got some. I got some nineteen ninety nine bottles. I'm going to blow your mind with one of my favorites, one of my my cheap go tos that, that I think is phenomenal. And in blind tastings, it mm-hmm. it blows people's minds all the time because they they'll rate it higher than like more expensive bottles next to it. Evan Williams bottled and bond. I've heard that. I hadn't tried mm-hmm. it, but I've heard. Yep. Uh, so they just fantastic. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. Four year, bottled and bond has to be aged at least four years. I'll, I'll tell people what bottled and bond means just for sake of describing what, mm-hmm. you know, explaining that. Um, so bottled and bond was a regulation that was passed back in 1897 when folks didn't know what was happening with their whiskey. There was no way to distinguish between stuff that was good and didn't have tobacco spit in, in it and <laughs> caramel and fake whatever and the to distillers to wanted that out. they yeah, actually asked yeah, for that they, they did yeah there was no way they were like look man we got good stuff but there's other people other people do it and there's no way to distinguish yep. and so that was actually the first like consumer protection mm-hmm. regulation passed and it was about whiskey yeah. <laughs> which is kind of not surprising <laughs> right like i guess it's not surprising um so yeah that was put in place and it said it had to be uh, 100 proof had to be aged at least four years um, had to be in a bond, government bonded warehouse. Let's see what else. I'm missing some things. Um, couldn't add anything to it. You mm-hmm. know, stop putting your tobacco spit in it. Yeah. <laughs> we call them the regulators. Is that what it was? Um, what do you mean? Rectifiers. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you still have. Um, oh, it has to be the production of one distillation season, mm-hmm. one That's distillery. All that. So, and you've still got releases, bottle and bond releases today. Uh, tons of brands do, yeah, big brands for sure. Brand, yeah. And it means less less in today because things are more regulated for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but at the same time, when you see a bottled and bond bottle, you immediately know that was one distillery that made that. Yeah. It's not sourced from different places mm-hmm. and blended. You immediately know it's aged at least four years. Yeah. Um, it kind of just it sets this standard that you can you always know. You know it's um, a quality usually. Yeah, yeah, and you don't have to go digging for facts. It's, mm-hmm. You know, so um, but Evan Williams bottled and bond. Yeah. Put that on. Try yeah. It out. So um, have you been to the Evan Williams experience in Louisville? Uh, not, downtown. Not the ex- experience. Uh. Uh-uh. It's very cool. It's like I call it like a Disney version of it because it's, it's right on the main strip downtown, up from the Louisville Slugger. Uh huh. And it's real. Like, you go into his room, it looks like you're in a swamp, and they have, like, a video playing. It looks like, you know, they run you through the whole yeah. like, history of it. Uh-huh. Then you go in the next room, it's all computerized, like, mashing happening. So 
So it's like a Disney ride. Wait, almost. maybe I did go to that actually. It's really cool. I think I did. I think I thought you were talking about something entirely different. No, I thought you were about to tell me some massive festival no, about. No. Well, of course they do festivals in yeah, Louisville, yeah. but I thought you were about so to tell me I, some. So it's right there in the <laughs> middle of downtown. That's what yeah. they call it. Because it's not really a distillery. They don't make nothing there. Yeah. It's just like the little experience, but it's really cool. Yeah, and I've been the uh, Old Forester. Okay, there cool. too. I've done. I haven't done all the distillery tours, but I've I've done some, and then I've done some uh, rum agar cold ones in uh, Clamont and rum jam and Martinique, cool. and talking about distillery smelling good. Yeah, I gotta I can say imagine. the rum <laughs> distillery smell. They smelt better than the bourbon ones. I mean, I like the smell yeah, of a bourbon yeah. distillery, mm-hmm. but the rum one. Cool. I've never been to a rum. It distillery. smelled. It smelled <laughs> sexy. I've been to a coffee. I've been to a coffee <laughs> it farm. Did. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee farm is pretty sexy smelling. Oh, I bet. That's unique. Okay. Yeah, I haven't done that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Martinique was fun. The, I, if you do go, want to go on an island experience and go to some distilleries while you're there, Barbados, Martinique, mm-hmm. definitely some fun places to go. Very yeah. Cool. Went to Foursquare in Barbados before. Awesome. That's some um, good, good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll bring you some of that one, Matt. Like, yeah, Foursquare is really one of the rums for um, a, a bourbon lover because mm-hmm. it's it's it don't play. I can't remember what finish the one I have, but they call it like the Papia rums. I can't remember which one. It was one of the Foursquare ones. Mm-hmm. It was one of the Foursquares, like a hard to come by one that I found online. Huh? I don't know. I was- All of them are hard to come by, pretty yeah. much in Alabama. <laughs> uh, of course. But yeah, I'm not sure which one you're talking about. I'll send you a picture when I get home of it. I can't remember what it was, but they said it was like the Papia rum. Okay. It's like yeah. Super, super allocated, hard to find the bottle. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, Richard Sill, the Foursquare distiller, always kind of, you know, joked about him being the, the pappy of the rum world. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, of course, that, that makes sense. Good stuff. So, um, well, I don't know if I actually tasted this one yet. That one's, I was that one's good as well. Yeah, Definitely it a unique is. flavor. Yeah. Do you guys generally like, like, any sherry flavored whiskeys? Not cherry, really. not flavored, but finished. There's one I'm trying to think of the name of it that I like, but not for I'm not a big wine guy, so yeah, I definitely like the other three better than this one, but this one's still, still yeah, it's still not thumbs down yet. <laughs> it's still good. Well, stuff. good. It's, it's well, a definite thumbs up. Yeah, it's a thumbs up. I, yeah. I like it. Well, yeah, y'all y'all better not say any of the others. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, it's it's still good. I'm just I'm not a huge wine drinker. I've yeah. tried tons. But it does add to the complexity of the flavors. I mean, it is good to me. It tastes really good. I actually told my wine that the Resolent I ordered from you. Mm-hmm. I actually like that one. We tried yeah. it last night. Oh, good! I'm glad the you blue, liked the it. The blue bottle. It was yeah. actually pretty good. I don't know what I was up really late last night, as you could tell. <laughs> he emailed me four cases, and then I. <laughs> no, I said I like send me two cases. Oh yeah. And then I wrote her back an hour later. Send me four cases. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if he's drank most of that bottle, and he's. I was like, I don't care. I'm putting this order through. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't, he said it. It wasn't most of that one because Giovanni <laughs> took it with him, but it was other stuff. It happens. <laughs> yeah, it was a great price point. I'm glad you grabbed it. Yeah, the bottle. So you're drinking wine and beer, and dude, I look love it. it. Look well, at I it. I love it. You're growing, growing up. up. Last yep. night, yes. <laughs> you're going to be an adult soon. Last night, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. And the next thing you know, you are a wine drinker. Yeah. I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> that, one, that one was, I've tried so many different ones, I just can't get into them. I don't know. Yeah, and that's okay too. There's plenty of things out there to drink. Yeah, I like everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I said Matt calls me the snob, so <laughs> it's not even. And it's funny with tequila. It's not even because who was it? I think Hayes the other day was telling us, "Hey, was, like, what's the a really good expensive tequila?" I'm like, 
I'll tell you some really good, like, decent tequilas. The Spencer ones, like, I don't really like them that much. Yeah. They're not as good just because they're expensive. Yeah, no, for sure. And there's... Doesn't, price doesn't always go with quality of it, for Yeah, sure. and then it gets into a lot of the tequilas, like you and I talked about before, like, where they're adding a bunch of stuff to mm, it, yeah, vanilla that, and yeah, sugar yeah. and flavors, and like, okay, that's, if that's what you want, but mm. that's not really tequila. That's, yeah, yeah. like, flavored yeah, tequila, yeah, yeah. which... Completely different. Yeah, that's why that whole certified additive-free movement is happening with tequila because Americans have got to the point where they think that's what tequila is. Like, yeah, and if it's not like different. sweet vanilla kind of stuff, they're yeah. like, oh, it's gross. This is terrible yeah. tequila. So yeah, I know the <laughs> Mexican government, they're actually against that. I was reading something this morning about it. Oh, really? It. Yeah, they don't, they don't want it to be additive-free to be put on there because they're like, no, like that's not where our money is. Our money's over here, all these people adding stuff to it. Oh, yeah, oh, that makes unique. sense. Dang. Mm-hmm. I is, see. Which is kind of unique. I mean, unfortunately, sugar sells. It's true. Sweet sells, vanilla yeah. sells. So if the demand is there, yeah, they're going to pursue. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. And I need, now that I think about it, I need to look and see. I, I got a 24 days of Christmas tequila sample from a buddy of mine online. Yeah. And it's 20, well, Let's see, it's 25 different tequilas, like little two-ounce samples, and it's, I've never had any of these 25. He sent me a giant list, and I marked out what I've tasted before. I need to send you the list and see if any of those y'all That's carry. That's cool, yeah. So, like, it's just number three. I'll uh-huh. Drink it, try it. Then he has, like, a little flip book like this, and, like, you flip the three, he tells you what it is. That's neat, yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, so it's 25 blind tastings, basically. Yeah. It's really cool. That does sound 25 cool. tequilas we'll probably never have in Alabama. <laughs> have you found any you liked yet? All of them. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and so, wait, what day are you on of it? I guess what's today? 22. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was going to say, are you on, the, like, the day? Yeah, I'm on, I'm, day? On the, I'm on day five. I hadn't tried six yet. I'll try that later today. <laughs> I gave my kids um, a little tequila. A- advent calendar. Tequila calendar. <laughs> oh, by the way, my daughter, Rosie, she said, I told her I was coming back to do another podcast today. Yeah. I'd shown her part of the Wonderbird Gen one, and she said, well, she's 10, she said, Will you just randomly mention me? Yeah. Like, just go, yeah. just randomly <laughs> mention me? Or she said, hey, you should tell them about that time I was asking you questions about, like, old presidents. And you were like, I don't know, Rosie. I can't remember, but I can tell you about whiskey and wine. <laughs> there you go. There's, there you go, Rosie. That's a good life lesson right there. She <laughs> said, they'll think it's funny. It was funny. Now you can tell her she's been on the I'll podcast. I'll tell her I, had a, I, I found a way to work her in. Yep. That <laughs> child's an old soul. That is awesome. 42 minutes in, we'll, we'll make a note so you can show her <laughs> what, what we talked about. You. So what are the, what's, what's the average pro, or the retail price on yeah, something so like? Yeah, so let's see. Um, I should have re- recalled. So this one is, actually, let me pull out my little iPad. There you go. There you go. Um, well, I may as well let's set it out of the well, way. Oh, we, can, we can wait. Okay, oh, let me s- take my headset off then and grab it. Yeah, get it. We'll, we'll try the BlackBerry one. We'll pour all of some BlackBerry. I've actually tried this one before. It's really good. It smells good. They're all really good. You want a strong pour? No, weak pour. We still got to make it through tonight. We do have a long day ahead. We got to go be an adult for a couple hours, and then we got to drive to Birmingham, and then we got a party to go to. What does being an adult mean? What does that mean to you? Pick up kids. Okay. Get McDonald's for the kids' dinner. Do you actually work? Sometimes. Okay. I did the earlier today. <laughs> did. 
People keep texting me from work in the middle of a podcast. Oh, yeah. That one's good. All right, I'm back. Yeah, I got to do the adulting, too, definitely. He said, I like how you were like, pick up the kids. It means feed them McDonald's. <laughs> like, <laughs> since, since we're, like, because me and my wife and Matt and his wife are all going to Birmingham tonight, so there's no being an adult at home. Yeah. Like, give them some McDonald's. I here. mean, y'all I'm eat, not judging y'all, you. Y'all eat this tonight. We'll, we're gone. Yeah, no, look, when I, I like always say, like, back when I used to parent my hypothetical children, mm-hmm. like before I had children, and yeah. I was just hypothetical parent about what I was going to do when no I had iPads, kids. No iPads, no phone, it no junk so food. Easy, no, like, it was so easy, man. I was on fire. <laughs> like, they only ate healthy, organic, local foods. They mm-hmm. just played with wooden blocks. That's that, all they that played with. That you cooked with. at home, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, That's they were people, the best. I have kids, no iPads, no phones. I'm like, okay. I did only <laughs> gentle parenting. Like, <laughs> they were well, the luck. best children. <laughs> and then I had children. And then you're like, mm-hmm. fuck it. And then my, and, and, and my son, when, hit, when uh, COVID hit, mm-hmm. um, he's seven now. So let's see, he's, he, he was four. Mm-hmm. And then um, well, he hadn't turned four yet. He was three. And um, the, the, the tragedy for him was when the local McDonald's closed. <laughs> That's huge. He loved, he's still obsessed with he, McDonald's. He was probably over there. We're, when, we actively like, are always oh, like... He said, let's go to McDonald's. It's closed. <laughs> no, he literally started crying. Are you serious? He was like, we were living in, in Norwood, um, you know, over near the old Careway Hospital mm-hmm. in Birmingham, and the local McDonald's right there on the corner closed for whatever reason, because, I don't know, they were really busy. Um, I imagine it was something to do with the, the building, because they tore it down not too much longer later. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, when we drove past it that day and he saw it had closed, he was like, oh, the McDonald's closed! <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, I fe- have definitely fed him too much McDonald's. <laughs> Crap. R- ripped his heart out. We all do the best we can, you know? Yeah. McDonald's pretty good. <laughs> not going to lie. What you think? I like this one a lot. So this is sweet. This mm. is, you know, this, and I'll point out that, like, I, this isn't necessarily something I like to drink on its own. To mm. me, this is a mixer. Yeah. Um, and it is great in a cocktail. It, you know, it's already got the sweet factor. So mm-hmm. if you're making a cocktail with it, you can skip the simple syrup or you can cut down on it. Yeah. Um, it goes great. Uh, Valley Hotel did something with like a ginger beer, I think it was, and that worked nicely. I could say um, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good mix. But, uh, you know, there are, there are good, there are legit flavored whiskeys and there are crap flavored whiskeys. Mm. They're using real blackberry, their yeah. own fresh blackberry they're using sugar they're using minimal sugar and the one of the ways you can tell is the proof of like this is 84 proof mm-hmm. so most flavored whiskeys at that point it they fall into the liqueur category yeah. like they're just sweet and the proof will be like 50 mm-hmm. maybe 60 maybe even only 40 yeah. and but the fact that this is still up there it's like whiskey is still their focus mm-hmm. um so oh, yeah so blackberry Whiskey. So what's in ABC right now is the Blackberry, which the ABC price is 38 And then the signature first bourbon we tried there, Carl T. Huber's signature Indiana Straight Bourbon Whiskey, that is 55 in ABC. Okay. Of course, if you find these in package stores, they're always going to be more because mm. that is the price that yeah. they are paying, bars and restaurants sure. and package stores are paying from when they buy from ABC. If they mm. buy a case, they get a 14% case discount, but... 
That's really annihilated yeah. by taxes. So yeah, I, I always like to point like, that hey, out. You, you think you can get me something from ABC cheaper? I'm like, no, I pay the same price you pay. Yeah. I just don't pay tax because we add it on to the There's so many so people who just don't know yeah, They always how think it I get like these incredible deals. In Alabama. Like, same price. Yeah, yeah. And it just blows them away. They're like, really? You don't get a discount? Yeah, yeah. Like, especially people traveling through yeah. the state, but mm-hmm. even people who've lived here their whole lives, yeah. they don't. I didn't know until I got mm-hmm. into this business, like, that holy crap you're yeah. paying what for it mm-hmm. like it is crazy you pay the same price as yeah, anybody, average yeah. joe that goes in yeah. there this one's really yeah. good if you just buy one or two or what yeah it's crazy yeah so these if abc had them it would run 110 okay yeah so you can imagine what that means for an individual package store yeah. what they have to charge to yeah, make of anything off of it mm-hmm. so the blackberry is yeah. really good i wish it was like 130 proof it'd be amazing I would like to see a really high proof. <laughs> it would, that. actually. It would yeah. be interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm, in the, I'm in the high proof drinker, so mm-hmm. I love the flavor of it. It doesn't taste like it's 84. I mean, it tastes good, but it if it was like a cast strength blackberry, yeah, start, that would if be Starlight's listening, which I'll tag them in all this, they need to make, that would be, that would be phenomenal. Well, we we yeah, should it would be good. have to mix this if we had a really high. I mean, these are, I don't. I'm at the point where I'm like, none of these are high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same it's, like, <laughs> it's weak. <laughs> I mean, they're not weak, but let's see. So what, uh, 106 proof is the highest we have? And I'm like, that's not high. Isn't that sad when we say that 106 <laughs> is... So that's why one reason he calls me a snob, because I'm like 130 range. That's, yeah. why, that's why I drink. But you've, you've showed me some that they don't taste, taste like, like an 80 yeah. or no, 90. Yeah, yeah, they don't. That's what's scary. They're not all made equally for sure. Like you can taste them, and and the same as in the other way around. Like you can taste a lower proof whiskey, yeah. and sometimes yes. you're like, God, this tastes way hotter, yeah. oh, way yeah. higher. Yep. So yeah. Um, I'm gonna go buy me a bottle of this one. I like it a lot. Yeah. I, like you were saying, mixing it and stuff. I like I just like it straight. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that either, and it is good. You know, a lot of people who are getting into whiskey and like like sweet, mm-hmm. like this is a, a way to. It's start. a dessert bourbon, which I've never, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But it is. Pour me, hit me a splash of that old Forester on top of this one. Right here? No, no I'm sorry, old soul. Right here? No, the, you know the one I like. <laughs> I, I just want to see what You're it tastes such like. Such a <laughs> Oh, yeah, y'all had Case out here, huh? Oh, yeah, I love Case. He's a good dude. Saul, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was another just random person that showed up and like, hey, try this stuff. It's about gone. It's still something. Well, that's there. how I got oh, a hold of you. Gone. Yeah, that's right. Him. That's what's cool. <laughs> I'm going to do an experiment, add a little high proof to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put a little bit of, let's see, I'm going to put a little bit of this old Rick House in mine. Oh, yeah. Does that help? Oh, yeah, that's that's money right there. <laughs> so your mixed drink is flavored bourbon with bourbon. <laughs> yeah. That's my mixed drink. Now, what's your favorite mixed drink? Uh, strong bourbon with a stronger bourbon? <laughs> well, if you look at it this way, you could add some bitters to it. That would be good. And it would basically be an old-fashioned because you've yeah. got the, the, the sweet. simple yep. from the the blackberry. That's a and good then point. you've got the whiskey, God, and all you need is bitters, and technically it's you an old-fashioned. you got a blackberry old-fashioned. Now I'm definitely going to get a mm-hmm. bottle. Ooh, the, the, this tastes really good with it. Yeah. Needs a little ice, but that tastes good. That is good. Yeah. Funny story. This weekend we went to the SEC championship game. Me and two of buddies and took the kids. So we stopped at uh, some liquor store in Douglasville, and we got a Jack Daniels rye uh, barrel proof, which is in, I'll say in the States, in Alabama. It's allocated. Mm-hmm. They had it on the shelf for 64 bucks. 
Mm, nice. I bought when I bought it at the distillery, I paid seventy five dollars. I'm like, really? this is cheaper than the freaking distillery. Wow. That's one of my favorite ones. It's, it came at one thirty nine proof. I think I've had that one. It's, it's pretty really phenomenal. So like it came I'm, at I'm not a fan of like regular Jack, but yeah. like single barrel Jack, the barrel proof yeah. and the barrel proof froth. That's mm-hmm. probably my daily drinker. Well, even you know the recent bottle and bond line that they came out with. Yeah. Have y'all had those? Yeah, we got some yeah. over there. It's not, yeah, it's, it's good. good. Yeah. It's really good. So yeah, I'm glad they came out with that. So Bond. we snuck some in some water bottles. We were going into the fanfare event. What? Yeah. There were like, you know, the big signs, no alcohol, <laughs> can't bring nothing in. So my buddy Backwoods, he's from Mississippi. Uh-huh. He's like, let <laughs> me show fun. you. Let me show you how to do it. That's his nickname. He squeezes all the air out of it, sticks it in the back of his pants. He's like, you just walk in. That's how we do it in Starkville. He's like, usually I have a cowbell next to my moonshine. So well, like, I mean. He's walking through the game. I was going to say, you know, I mean, you know. Flask do exist, but we didn't. Yeah, well, we didn't plan ahead. You weren't prepared. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you guys didn't have to do that. Yeah. That really is backwoods. It is backwoods. <laughs> it worked though. We got it in there. Hey we man, I, I I can't judge. I still sneak popcorn and candy into the movie theater. It's a million dollars. Yeah, I snuck mm-hmm. in Chinese food one day. <laughs> I swear to God, I had a whole. How'd you sneak that in? In a Ziploc bag and my cargo shorts. <laughs> Was, it was it was a while back. I was watching a movie, eating Mugu got panned. <laughs> I swear, I, I, I learned something new every day. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that stuff's really good. It is good. We'll go get us a couple bottles. Yeah. And then I actually mixed. There's a uh, it's a Delta Eight Seltzer called High Eight. Mm-hmm. I mixed some of the Jack Daniels with that before we went in. Okay. The High Eight. I think it's called High Eight. Sh- it's not a local one, right? Yeah. Is it? Is sell, it um, in Alabama? The high or is it a High? I don't know. One of those. I think there's it's high one. Eight. There's a brand ba- based out of Birmingham that's uh, Blackwater, Black Blackwater, Whitewater. There's um, one that just opened in Birmingham, Hempco, a brand. Oh, they I don't just, know. They just had I a can't... release. They just had a release party last night. Oh, huh. That's a new one to they me. They have like lime flavor, grapefruit. That's yeah. like Another THC one. and all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has less than what point three percent, point oh three or something. Yeah, like that. THC. Like, yeah, it's all it legally can have. That's that's how it exists legally. I, don't know, I mixed that with the rye, and <clears> I was <throat> I was in fan zone rolling. <laughs> they had the the uh, pep rally Alabama band out there, and I was trying to get them to play Free Bird, but they wouldn't. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they had a good time. <laughs> I think it's called High Eight Seltzer. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I have to look that one up. It's good stuff, isn't it? I like the concept of the um, Delta Eight seltzers, like they're, they're doing. And I know the um, Weatherford uh, in Birmingham, their Blackwater seltzers. I think they're doing three milligrams. They're doing like really, really low with mm-hmm. like the idea that you, yeah, know, you yeah. could drink a couple, kind of like while you're hanging yeah, out with your buddies mm-hmm. yeah, and just get you a little not buzz. get stoned out of your mind, yeah. but yeah. like just a little bit of like relaxation. Mm-hmm. I, my body does not tolerate any of it well. Like, I don't think my ancestors ever messed with it. They just drank. <laughs> my ancestors just drank a lot, apparently, because well, I If can't. you mix it with 139-proof Jack Daniels, you will, works. You will see stuff. Works well. Yeah. You will have a good time. Look, I had one of those Blackwater 3-milligram <laughs> seltzers, Delta 8 ones. No, maybe it was Delta 9. And um, either way, one of those. And I just had just drank this one little seltzer, and my boyfriend and I were going to the store or something and he drove and I, I kept going <laughs> I felt like we were going really fast we were going 25 miles an hour down a neighborhood street that's awesome 
That was a good one then. Like, yeah. I don't know. Which one like, was that? Let <laughs> me make a note. I don't think normal people get that experience, though. Like, I think most people don't really are affected heavily. Like I said, I don't know. I don't think my ancestors partook. Start seeing aliens. Any of that. It I, is strange because people don't drink beer. Like, yeah. you, you'll yeah, drink like one beer and you. Yeah, like, I'm not a big beer drinker. I'll drink one beer and have, like, a super big buzz. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> that is weird. 6% alcohol. I just chugged Jack Daniels last <laughs> night and I was chilling. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. know. Some chemists could probably tell yeah, us there's why. Some, yeah, there's something yeah. to it. <laughs> I know there, there's something, too, that I, I made a uh, peppermint-infused tequila in a Blanco. And then I did a peppermint. I saw that in your social media. Yeah, then that I, looked good. I did a rum version, too, just playing with. The peppermint, it will, like, go down in the tequila. You have to shake it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a light red color. You shake it, it turns pink. Yeah. The rum stays pink. So there's some kind of chemistry with the rum that keeps the particles hmm. hanging out. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know what goes on there. I need to find somebody smarter than us to ask about that. Well, if the sh- if the rum is sweetened. I was so. just, just regular white rum, but I'm sure it has. Well, a lot of more, rum has sugar, sugar. does have sugar yeah. added so kinda, more so in the rum world than in the tequila world. So maybe yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. See, I found that's my guess. That's us. my guess, but I could be entirely wrong. I don't know. I like it. I'll go with that. Because <laughs> it's like it's just sitting on my bar, and like the tequila uh-huh. is like see through, and the <clears> rum's <throat> opaque. You can't see nothing. Yeah. It's really interesting. Some science there. Yeah. We need yeah. a chemist. We need to get a chemist. How do we do? I know a chemist. I don't know if I want on here, but no one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I know. Like I can. Actually, I was thinking, you know, if I would have planned ahead enough of trying to get one of the Huber family, like, yeah. phoning in yeah, for, for sure. an interview, yeah. which we could always do it again in the future. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. But there's definitely plenty of, like, importers, distillers, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, blenders. Mm-hmm. Um, and that many, family yeah. still runs? It's yeah, still yeah, family no, run? it's still family-owned, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The seventh know, generation is distilling now. It's, yeah. it's really good stuff. Yeah. I know we're trying to get on probably next year. We'll get it working on Andrew from uh, LVI Rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe get you to come on with him too. Yeah, absolutely. I've been talking to him for a while. Yeah. Just had, he was, our schedule's been, he's I mean, he's a one-man show, so he's, he's all over the place. He's a very busy man, yeah. yeah. He, he is all over the place. Yeah, he but, still has a, a day job, so to speak. Yeah. Which I think it is a day, a day, a day job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's done phenomenal with that brand too, though. Yeah. yeah, he has. And it's a really fantastic I need to bring brand. you some to try. He just had mescal for the first time last week. Yeah. That's definitely, you got to keep in mind, that category is definitely an acquired taste, too, for sure. Like, and there are some that are so smoky, as Mm -hmm. you've had more than me, so Mm -hmm. you know. And if you start there, it's like, it's another one of those things where people are like, oh, God, I hate this category. It was actually Case's episode, wasn't it? Or no? Was it Case? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was Case, yeah. yeah. I brought, there's Monte Lobos, just a standard mescal, you know, kind of entry level. Yeah. So I didn't want to start them too too high. Yeah, yeah. We have um, uh, some really small craft brands in our portfolio: El Ogorio, um, Cinco Sentidos, really really, really small craft, mm-hmm. small batch, limited release. Um, we have Nuestra Soledad. Um, I'm really skipping some. Yeah, you had quite a few on there. Those are the main kind of lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have fun stuff. I love my job. You got all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and you're, you're extremely knowledgeable with it. I'm impressed. You really are. Well, thank you. I was, I mean, I was impressed the first time we met that you're like, I just started doing this. And then you started talking. I'm like, 
She's she lying to yeah. me. Well, I mean, like I said, my, my experience comes from what you said. You nailed, yeah, yeah. So we, now it makes sense that we you really been went that, yeah. heavy into training and tasting and yeah. learning cocktails. Mm-hmm. And you know, I never worked behind a bar professionally, but I can certainly mix yeah. all the classic cocktails. I can't can't do it at at a speedy pace of a bartender right. at a. Yeah. At a busy bar on a Saturday night, but um, but you know what you're doing. Though. I can do it, and we, we did that so we knew what flavors paired well together. Yeah. Um, so we could give recommendations to people, and and so I, I learned every you know I basically went to school mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> for spirits and in wine. There's still a lot more I have to learn about wine because my my knowledge is very heavy in the spirits category, but I, I know a good amount of wine too. Wine is and. Whew, it's a lot. It's a, a bigger, broader, we'll have you kind of more never-ending wine category. Wine show one day. Yeah, yeah, we'll, for sure. If we can get his wife, Nikki, she's a big wine nerd. She is. She is a big wine nerd. We'll move Chucky and get her to come try it out. <coughs> yeah, I love that. They're all, I, I, I sell spirits like crazy, but... Um, but like I said, compliments to you. My bosses are always like, hey, they said... <laughs> this is their way of saying, Ashley, you need to sell more wine, was, well, you've been killing it with spirits. <laughs> We would love to see what you can do with wine. <laughs> I was like, okay, message received. Yeah, exactly. Not that I hadn't been trying, yeah, but yeah. like spirits in Alabama, what we have kind of sell it sells themselves. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people are already seeking what's not your standard yeah. brand on the ABC shelves. Yeah. Um, in the world of wine, there are the big dogs, United mm-hmm. Johnson. Um, grassroots they're like the wine world is established everyone has their go-tos and and so when you're a small distributor of wine trying to break into that world and wines have only been available from mad vines in alabama for maybe right at two years um and so it we're we're still getting into that realm in alabama and it's harder to break into um, but we have some really good ones so we'll i definitely need to get you in touch with my wife because we're opening up a new restaurant, yeah, music he was venue, about that. yeah, and we're gonna need all that. And and she is the wine person. She is okay. Uh, yeah, so they're gonna do the cocktails, bourbon bar, wine, everything. So nice, yeah, yeah. Lots of beers on tap. Do you do any beers? We don't. Okay. Um, no, not yet. Who knows what the future holds? We are bringing in tapache. Um, so well, of course, not Which a beer, huge, but though. yeah, but huge, yeah. yeah. I, and it's so it's a new import from um, Back Bar Project. And it's a 7% ABV, 375 milliliter bottle, and it's fantastic. And we have a big old palette of it. It's supposed to be here Friday, I think, actually. Nice. Um, and it's, yeah, it's good stuff. And everywhere else, I mean, you see it in Texas, I see it all the time. Oh, I'm so sure, it, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's anything, I don't know of any other, like, bottled, good bottled quality tapache that, like, is on the level yeah. in Alabama. I don't think so. so. I don't think I've ever seen it because you let me try some of yeah. it. Yeah. Never seen it in Alabama. Yeah, so this is this is gonna be big. We're gonna um the the guys we're gonna I say the guys it's my my boss and like my um and the sales manager and the company, um <clears throat> Zach and Ben the guys, um <laughs> they were gonna hold off until the spring to bring it in, but I was like no man like get it here right now because they were like well I don't know the flavors because it's you know fermented from pineapple. Yep. Um, yeah. For anybody who's who's wondering, um I mean I, I mean I love that for like. Like soothing your stomach mm-hmm. is feels so good on your stomach. Like maybe that's more in, more info than people really care to know <laughs> right now. Good. But if you don't tolerate beer well, yeah, like it's, it's like a mix. 
it like yeah, beer always kind of make like makes me kind of like feel bloated and like well, like mm. I can only drink yeah, so much. But yeah. like this doesn't do it to me. Like ciders don't either. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's very like soothing for for your gut. It's supposed to have a lot more probiotics. Yeah, it's kind of like a kombucha almost kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll have that here. So, but we who knows? We might have some beer in the future in our portfolio. <laughs> So we'll have to get together. Always open to try stuff. Like I was telling you, compliments to you. You're very knowledgeable. Well, thank you. I was impressed when we first met. It's fun to learn. Oh, yeah. I love it. Now that you said, talking about Linnell's, which I've never been to Linnell's before. Yeah. I need need to go up there. You'll have to. Yeah. Well, that's what she specializes in is the things that are hard to find in Alabama. Mm -hmm. The harder to find, the more likely it's at Linnell's. And, And before you rush to Linnell's for some pappy... (laughs) <laughs> or some Blantons, or some Weller. Other hard to find. That stuff. ain't her thing. That's yeah. not what I'm talking about. <laughs> All that's heavily controlled and heavily allocated by the state, and a lot. There's a lot that goes into who gets what, and a lot of it's like, oh, if you sell a lot of mm-hmm. this bottom level brand, yeah, yeah. or from, if you're you, in you know, politics, or or if you <laughs> buddies whole, with whoever, yeah, episode. yeah. So <laughs> Linnell, don't get me on that soapbox. Yeah, she doesn't really play that game, so she that's not what you're gonna find. You're not gonna find a, pa- a closet yeah, yeah. pappy at her shop, even though she, you know, knew Julian Van Winkle when she had her first store oh, back sweet. in Red also, Hook. That's um, a grandson, right? Uh, or great grandson, or something like that. Yeah, I think it's just the son. Just the son? Okay. I might be wrong. I can't remember. It's one of those. Don't put me on the spot. Something son. Now, Grandson, son, <laughs> son at all, something. I start to lose track sometimes with these, you know, family-owned distilleries. He was the one, I think, generation. that sold, sold the original Stitzelweller. It sold it off and then kind of went and did his own thing because there's still, like, a Stitzelweller juice that you can buy for yeah. certain years. Yeah, it's there's a— ten times more of the money. I actually have a Happy Land book. Yeah, I need to finish reading. That's what we did. I was talking about blind tasting. Yeah. Every Friday, me and a buddy of mine, I call him my head t- taste tester. We always get together and hang out. So we, I was like, let's start doing blind stuff. I got so much different stuff at the house. Let's do some blind tasting. Absolutely. I was like, instead of saying, hey, this is a starlight, you know, like just go, I'll go mm-hmm. in the other room. You go in the, I call it my drinking room. It's the den. I mean, no, it's the dining room. <laughs> I was like, just go in it's there. It's the kitchen. Yeah, go in there and pull something. So. Yeah. We started doing that a couple of weeks ago. So last week I got I have a little sample of Pappy twenty three, which what it goes for five thousand dollars a oh bottle, God, I think, I you know, know, something stupid on the secondary. <laughs> I let him try it. He's like, This tastes like shit. What is this? <laughs> he's like, Man, this is so heavy, like oak flavor and everything else. <laughs> and I showed him he's like, Are you kidding me? What's we were talking like if I would have told you what it was, yeah, uh, yeah. it's the best thing I ever had. Yeah. Because you know, I'm that placebo effect that it's yeah, $5,000 a bottle. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, that's real. I mean, I've had some, you know, I've had some pappies. I can't remember which one, and, and they were good. But, like, there's so many other things there's on so the many, market yeah. that yeah. I would rather have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. oh, For the money especially. Yeah. yeah, I mean, these starlights. Yeah, I mean, those like, are, yeah. And, you know, like I was going to mention, like, we were talking about, like, these unique finished ones and single barrels mm-hmm. and whatnot that Starlight has. I mean, small craft is always going to be more expensive. There's yeah. They don't have the dollars it takes to give mm-hmm. you something cheap yep. maybe they'll build to that eventually yeah, but, but and also the distillation craft like that yeah. that ain't cheap to get into mm-hmm. that ain't like so let me just open up a small shop yeah that that takes a lot of money um but it, so these at abc pricing would be 110 if if abc had any which they don't have any of these um <clears throat> and there's a lot of reasons why uh, that we can't control about that, but um, another episode. Yeah, 
I have to I have to be careful talking about that. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll get you. Don't want to bite the hand owner, that I get it. feeds us. Just in case. <laughs> but um, Gilbo. But listens. you guys tasted these. They're fantastic. They I are. I mean. If you had these at a blind tasting and you knew the price was a hundred and and ten and like like we said, that's no. it's gonna be quite a bit more at an individual retailer who's where they'll mm-hmm. be who yeah. they'll end up in Alabama, you know, most of the time that that'll probably end up being like one one fifty, one sixty is what I would say. Um <clears throat> maybe one seventy, that would be somewhere in that range. And but these are top notch. Like I if agree. this if this say, had yeah. like old Forster or some big yeah, name yeah. on it, and someone tried that, they would be like, "Yeah, that's worth worth mm-hmm. that money." Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, but the unfortunate thing is, a lot of people don't know this brand yet, which they're learning. They're yeah. getting like Starlight is is rising, and uh, the the attention they're this, getting. This and, episode's definitely going to help. We're going to yeah. yeah. pump it out there, tag Starlight. And if you blind taste of this stuff against Anything, some of these yeah. well known brands, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you would probably pick this, the Starlight. I yeah. think so too. I think so too. Well, that's why um, you know I, I, we we do tastings too, mm-hmm. like individual retailers. Um, like we we can we're legally allowed to do tastings. Yeah. They're like scheduling and a certain amount you can pour and whatnot, mm-hmm. all that. Um, but tasting people on it, we'll be at Birmingham with them, of course. So when when you can taste people on it, they're more inclined to say, okay, I will yeah, yeah. I'll pay that amount. I can't blame people with if you don't know something, and especially right now, and a lot people of people are aren't, aren't spending yeah, as. Yeah. And they're so connected to like what they know. I see that a lot at the restaurant. Somebody Mm -hmm. will come in like on order chicken fingers. I was like, hey, try our fajita gumbo. That's what we're known for. Yeah. What is it? Explain it. No, I want chicken fingers. Your chicken fingers are amazing with cheese dip on them. I'm like, okay, try this fajita gumbo. Try this bistec. If, like, if you don't like I'm it, I have to go get your. Food. You need to. I was like, I will pay for it and buy you chicken fingers. Like, just try it. And I'll pay for it and buy you. I don't think that's a good like. Way to go about business. Well, trying Justin, to, just trying to get them like to try much. something because people you buy are so them chicken set. fingers and gumbo. Because I know when they try it, they're not going <laughs> to want chicken fingers. But when people go to your restaurant, they yeah. get the same thing that they oh, yeah. know oh, they are. love. Yeah, I don't need a menu. I know what I yeah, want. Pork belly taco. So that's what I'm saying. Well, ABC come in. Hey, give me a bottle of Jack. Yeah. You know, try this Starlight. It's really good. Yeah, exactly. Nah. So yeah. if somebody wants whatever, one, mm-hmm. how do you go about? So they would have, well, no, they can. We have it in stock, but okay. um, ABC, and I'll try to b- briefly talk about this because I could talk for an hour about kind of what all's involved, but ABC has had um, kind of been changing things over this past couple years and this year, especially with how they allow for these small craft brands to be in ABC mm-hmm. stores. They are trying to basically move the, the things that don't move at the the pace they want them to. Right. Um, they they don't want to keep stock of in their warehouses. They don't want to take up space on yeah. their shelves. So they're trying to get them out of there. And so they put a new system in place for um, distributors for this, this, those such brands, mm-hmm. which is like all of our portfolio. All of our yeah. portfolio is like small craft, small. Yeah. just not big name, fantastic stuff. But Absolutely. it's not gonna. It's never gonna move at the rate that um, Smirnoff would or Woodford or. Well, for sure, or whatever. Well, I mean, but it's, one it's day, changing. But, like I said, it's anyway, people are changing. Yeah. So, so ABC now requires um, accounts to specifically contact us and order it, and then we have to send an email to ABC. Can we basically can we deliver this case for this account? They come back and say 
basically proceed. And then once they approve it, we deliver the case to the ABC Wholesale Warehouse of their choice. Um, and they, they pick up at that point. And a lot so, of red tape. so that, yeah, a lot of red tape. And there's so much more to it than what I just said. But yeah. that, in, in a nutshell. And it sucks because, like, I've talked to Ashley about it. Like, if I tell her, hey, I want one of each of these. You I got. I got to buy a case of each, right? Unless we, they do like mixed <clears throat> cases and stuff. That's what you're trying to do. We're starting to get into that. We'll be doing more and more coded mixed cases. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, in 2024, that's a inventory nightmare on bottles. our side. Six. But we're getting six, there. Six, yeah, okay. six or six or twelve. Usually six, six in these six, smaller kind. Yeah, yeah, six. Um, and so right now we actually have the PX finished rye in a mixed case with the Umbrana finished. So three and three. Okay. And so you you get the 14% off yeah. on that case. Now, of course, if you break a case, which ABC does not, they want us to just be doing this mm -hmm. process for cases. But if, if, if a warehouse were to break a case and let someone buy one one of something, you, of course, lose the discount. Yeah. So... Um, so, but that's, that's how it works. So if, so these are available, we do have them in stock. We have a warehouse in Birmingham. Um, and, and when someone contacts us and says, Hey, I want a case of the Amarana finished and with the PX finished rye, um, we get their information. we go through that process and typically, uh, one to two weeks will be typically mm -hmm. within the week. Yeah. Okay. Um, sometimes if there's some, some snags and some hangups with coding or waiting on the state or what, whatever, um, we, it may be two, but <clears throat> Typically the same week. So, um, and then, yeah, we just deliver it there. So, yeah, if anybody's listening or watching and interested, um, they can contact me directly at Ashley at Madvines, A-S-H-L-E-Y, and I can make that happen, and I can tell you more, and we can discuss specifics and yada, yada. So and I'll share all your contacts, like I said, in the info, so well, make sure you. people can get a hold of you. Yeah. I'll get you Rashawn's number. Yeah. I think he'd be a good one. Yeah, Bri maybe I Bri can. Bree will also be a good one. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna um, definitely see who I can get to to carry these. So the like like we talked about though, the flagship and the BlackBerry are available in some ABC stores. We um, they're no longer no longer allowing like we we couldn't just put all these on the shelves. Yeah, yeah. They don't they're not allowing that anymore. They if something gets enough, there's a lot of boxes that have to be checked. But if if something has got enough attention brand wise and is moving enough, I guess I think in the surrounding states and there's other factors, then we can potentially like you have to apply for it to be like listed yeah. and get an ABC like listing to be put mm -hmm. on the shelves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think there's maybe like 30 stores or something that have the two we're talking about. Uh, and then and that's that's you, there's like this whole long process. Mm -hmm. And then if it doesn't sell at the rate they want, um, they'll delist it. Yeah. And then they'll close it out and get rid of the code. And then you have to apply for recoding. And then there's like it's that's all kind of red tape. It's a lot. Yeah. It's that's a what, lot. That's what Matt's, Matt hadn't gotten into that yet. Well, he Not will. Yet. He will with yes. his new restaurant. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I'll, I, I can. I'll coach him. I can. Yeah. Between Justin and I, we can give you all the stuff you want to know. And I'm like you. I hate bullshit. Yeah. I hate it. And that's all it is. I hate it. <laughs> Bend it's going to be over. fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> You're in um, a control I'll state. Just, I'll, I'll just uh, end the talk on, the, on ABC by saying. There's an app if you haven't discovered it. Oh, yeah. And the name of this app, everyone, that tells you what you can find <laughs> where in what ABC store um, is named AL Boss. Yep. I'll just I'll, leave it at that. Yeah, I'll tell you off air about that. <laughs>
I don't want to mention that on here, <laughs> but, but you can you can use that app actually to go in and look. And it is a great app to find whatever is, yeah. what you need. Yeah. Now that app will tell will have like all the starlights listed, yeah, yeah. And, and anything we have coded one. shows in that app. That doesn't mean it's you can get it yeah, at yeah. the ABC stores. But and if, if you, you can, like it you. and select that as your brand, then yeah. it'll tell you where it is. Where it is it's, yeah, it is I mean, really helpful. Yeah. yeah. So. Awesome. Well, that's a fantastic lineup you brought it. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, thanks anything for having else, me. Anything else you want to add? For? I think that's about it, yeah. Some good conversation. We should probably start over and go back down the line if we didn't have to adult <laughs> stuff later. <laughs> if exactly. we didn't have to go pick up kids and feed them McDonald's. Yeah. All that stuff. We would drink more. We would. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Just a couple of redneck amigos full of BS reviewing bourbon, tequila, rum, beer, and more. Boozy Spirits.